Welcome to the Work-Life Brilliance Podcast with executive coach and best-selling author, Denise Renee Green. Denise fills each episode with humor, compassion, knowledge, and pragmatism to help you transform your life. Listen in and learn how you can tame your brain, lower your stress, and become the person you were born to be. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Work Life Brilliance Podcast. This is Denise Green, and I am your host, and I'm so happy that you have joined me on what is here in Oakland, California, a very beautiful, dark, rainy day. And I say that because it's dark, because it's one of the longest nights of the year, which I just think is amazing. And it's beautiful because we here need rain so badly. So I am embracing this weather. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do a podcast, but it seems like the audio is such that you are protected from hearing the raindrops on the window. And so we're going to talk about this awesome topic of making decisions. So you probably know that I like to choose topics to discuss for the sake of helping you be your most brilliant self. And that means I pick topics that are getting in the way of you doing that because they are causing you so much pain. And this week, it felt like especially this week, I heard so many of my clients struggling with making decisions. They were overthinking things, procrastinating things, struggling, and really, it just steals so much of your energy. So I'm going to try and give you some insights and help you uncomplicate the act of making decisions. So people struggle with little decisions. What should I order off the menu? Uh, And big decisions. Should I leave my job? Should I take this other job? Should I leave my marriage? Or simply they just overthink things and end up doing a lot of stuff, but never producing anything that they are proud of. And as author James Clear would say, I'm listening to his Power of Habits. Oh, no, sorry. It's Atomic Habits. I was thinking about his newsletter. Um, Atomic Habits. He talks about how People have motion, which is a lot of activity, but they produce no action. And deciding is a powerful action. So why is it so hard to do this? Well, one is we simply have so many options. And we fear change. We fear making a, and I'm using air quotes here, wrong decision. We are filled even subconsciously sometimes, with self-doubt. Like, oh, I could just never do that. Or what if I make the wrong decision? And then we fear beating ourselves up. We also fear loss. Because when we have to decide something, we are cutting away all the other options. And that is literally what the definition of decision means. To cut away. The Latin word decision is to cut off. And if we don't cut off all the ancillary possible decisions, we will just spin. So while it may feel like a loss, it is 
actually, ironically, a gain. Because when you make a decision, you are freed from the shackles of endless choices. And now you can make forward progress instead of just spinning. And guess what? Indecision is a decision in itself. It is a decision to remain right where you are, which is fine if you want to remain right where you are, but you're going to be living in a state with deep ambivalence and frustration and confusion and self-anger about your current situation. Now, I'm not saying you can't take some time to use logic to make a proper decision. But your time and logic needs to be relative to the importance of the decision. So we are going to talk about some techniques that you can use to make good decisions. One is your intuition. Sometimes we actually know what we're supposed to do, we're just afraid. This is when you can use Susan Scott's question from Fierce Conversation. What am I pretending not to know? Sometimes your gut really does have the answer. If it doesn't, you can use other techniques. One is a future time technique. Now you can use different increments. You can say, if I make this choice, how will I feel in 10 seconds? So if I eat this cookie, how will I feel in 10 seconds? Mm, I'm going to feel really happy. How am I going to feel in 10 minutes? I'm going to feel guilty. How am I going to feel in 10 days? Well, I'll probably forget I ate the cookie. So, but in 10 days, depending on the choice, you might have an important answer. And if it's a really big issue, how will you feel in 10 months? How will you feel about it in 10 years? And of course, you can always fast forward to the last day of your life and decide, how will I feel about this on that day? You can also use the system of pleasure and pain. Remember, your brain is wired to avoid pain of all costs. And your brain is terrible at assessing what's pain and what's pleasure. So you can ask yourself, what pain will I feel if I don't make this choice, if I don't do option Y or option Z? And what pain will I feel if I do do it? What pleasure will I feel if I do it? Now, pain is a much bigger motivator than pleasure, and that's why the fear of change is so powerful in keeping us completely stuck when there is tremendous potential pleasure on the other side of that decision to change. The last technique I want to offer you is a pro-con list on steroids. The problem with pros and cons is it weighs everything equally. Everything on the left is equal to everything on the right in terms of its importance, but that's not how it works. You may have a serious deal breaker on the con list. It's important to note that and also to give things a weighted value. Now you can decide. You can use a scale of one to five. And then there's the deal breakers. But five would be of utmost importance. I remember when I was um, actually had a job at an employer instead of being self-employed. For me, a deal breaker was a commute longer than 30 minutes. Now, 
in the Bay Area. That really narrows down your choices. But it worked for me, and I always had jobs where I felt like I could be my best self because I could get home at a good time and take care of myself. So for me, that was just something I knew. For you, it may be something completely different. But weigh the scales and then decide, does this make sense for me? I remember I used to struggle even with choosing what to order off of a menu. What if I made a bad mistake? You know, dinners are costly. My time is precious. I don't know when I'm going to be back at this restaurant. I mean, all sorts of silly things were going through my head. And then I discovered this technique that worked for me brilliantly. And that is, I would begin scanning the menu at the top. And as soon as I found something that looked completely delicious, I would close the menu. So meanwhile, everything, everybody else at the table says, oh, no, we need more time. Oh, no, I just can't decide. Oh, can I split this with you? And I'm just fully satisfied knowing I don't care what else is on the menu. I have picked something that I am 100% confident, unless they overcook it or undercook it, that I'm going to love it. So speaking of menus, and feel free to use that if you like. I no longer have that problem, but um, I don't know why. <laughs> but speaking of menus, I am reminded of my friend Maggie Huffman's brilliant book, Whoops, I Forgot to Achieve My Potential. And I love the lightheartedness she takes at this very heavy topic of potential. And her thing is that she describes choices in life as tapas, little plates of food. Now, when you're in a tapas restaurant, you're probably not going to struggle as much to decide what to order because the plates are smaller, they're not as expensive, and if you don't like one, you got three more on the table that you will like. And this is all about taking the load off of our decision-making. Stop looking for the best decision and just choose a good one. Voltaire, the French philosopher, said that best is the enemy of good. Looking for the best will keep you stuck. Instead, look for good and look for decisions that are aligned with who you want to be, with your values. Now I'm not talking about restaurants, of course, um, but the big decisions. Who do you want to be? And explore. If you don't know how to get there, you can just explore. I love this quote from Mark Reclau, author of 30 Days, Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. He says, the most important thing is to make decisions. Whether the decision is right or wrong is secondary. You will soon receive feedback that will help you to progress. So maybe you won't like that dish, but you've learned that you don't like that dish and you won't order it again. So again, we're taking the load off. We're not looking for the best. Say you wanna lose weight. Great, decide to lose weight. And then don't go into research mode. Don't start looking for the best diet. Instead, just choose one. And the best way to choose one, ask someone who has lost a significant amount of weight and has kept it off. How did you do it? Not as long as it's not surgery. Um, if it's food and exercise related, just try it. They're giving you the tips, the clues that you need. And if it doesn't work for you, you can try something else. 
The importance is that you decided. And then you're taking action instead of just creating motion that doesn't produce anything. And let me remind you, my friends, perfection is an illusion. It only exists in mathematics and some scientific fields, I'll give you that. The important thing is not to seek the perfect decision. The important thing is to act and to learn. And then I'm going to leave you with the words of Muhammad Ali. Once the decision is made, don't look back. Do not second guess. All right, thank you. I hope this helps, and I look forward to hearing what fantastic decisions you made and how you learned from them. If you'd like to be coached by me, please visit my website, brilliancinc.com. We are planning an amazing launch mid-year 2019 of the new Work-Life Brilliance Academy, and I am so excited to see you there, and um, you can make sure you're on my um, mail list because I will be letting people know when we are opening enrollment. And you can get on my mail list by going to brilliancinc.com and signing up for the newsletter or getting the free Break Stress Now guide, and, um, and then you'll hear from me. All right, I am so glad you joined me today, and thanks, and have a great afternoon, morning, evening, wherever you, wherever you are in your day, and um, practice today. Noticing when you're confused, when you're overthinking, and then practice making a decision and notice how great it feels to cut away all those other options and just enjoy. Thanks for listening to Work-Life Brilliance. If you want to be coached by Denise, join her in the Work-Life Brilliance Academy, where wholehearted humans are becoming the best version of themselves. Accepting applications now at wlbacademy.com.